Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this mountain top. Welcome to the Nevada Wild Podcast, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife and 99.1 FM Talk Radio. I'm this week's host, Aaron Keller, and with our big game application period coming to a close this Monday, we wanted to put out one last podcast reminding all of our listeners to quit being procrastinators and fill out your applications. We posted a few podcasts over the last month or so about doing your homework, uh, using our new system, using all of our information we post up on our website and uh today joining me on the podcast is chris vasey conservation education administrator and a friend of the show austin willis uh hunter education instructor with the department of wildlife and uh welcome guys thanks for coming in yeah thanks for having us yeah thank you yeah so we want to do one last podcast it's uh it's the friday before the tag deadline and uh pretty much the buzz around the office is big game applications and Everybody's asking questions, trying to figure out what they should put in for, and you guys are the procrastinators that I mentioned earlier. What are you guys waiting for? Well, um, there's a couple reasons I wait this long. I'm a little bit um, superstitious to some. Oh, yeah, you're one of those guys? Yeah, so if I put in too soon, I always feel like I'm not on the top of the pile. (laughs) So... You know, this time I'm at the top of the pile because I'm waiting at the end. But there, there's other reasons, too. I, I, I wait for, um, you know, friends to see what they're up to, what they're doing. Um, I do a lot of discussion with my family, um, figuring out when those time periods are going to be the best to take off. Um, I got kids now that are coming into age right now. So they, they're, they're going to be adjoining me on some of these hunts. Um, so that's kind of cool right now. I'm thinking about, you know, hey, where can I take – you know, all three kids, um, easily. Um, so, you know, I, I'm, you know, I know I've had a month, but I'm still panning through all that stuff. But I think a lot of it has to do with the superstitious, uh, attitude towards it. Right. It seems like every year we, we start talking about it in like February and we're all dialed. We're kind of ready to go. And then tag application opens and we're, we kind of like, we just hesitate for some reason. Well, we're mostly helping other people, right? So we're getting everybody else's applications in. We're on the phone. We're emailing, you know, all of our, all of our avenues through our social media, and it's just kind of like our applications get put on the back burner. And uh, so I got a couple of mine in. Uh, I did, you know, some of the ones that are like the whole state, so they're super easy to just hit, click, and check out. This year our system is uh, is pretty cool, where you can go in, you can hit apply and submit check out and everything and then go back in and edit your choices. So I did that on a few of mine um, earlier in the year. But what about you, Austin? Why are you, why are you procrastinating? Well, uh, some of the reasons is what uh, Chris mentioned is with family. I've got a son that's turning, uh, that's actually seven years old, and he's really excited. We took him out with my uh, older brother, and we did a uh, antelope hunt a couple of years ago, and it was a fantastic hunt. So I think that's probably going to be the hunt we're going to put in for this year. And, of course, you know, we're getting down to the – getting down to the wire and it seems like every year you know like like aaron mentioned that we we have our plan and we know where we want to do and then we start second guessing which units you know you hear uh information from some other hunter and you start second guessing your picks so uh and i have another kind of conflict which happened is i've got a couple uh my brother-in-law which likes to hunt he wants to put in with me as a group uh 
which is a great perk. And uh, I have a, my older brother and then a couple other friends. So I feel like if I pick one of the groups, the other ones are going to get a little. Right. you got to pick and choose your party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I've kind of come to the position that I'll put in for an antelope. So, you know, that's a great hunt for any of you guys out there. You know, if you have young kids, it's a fantastic hunt. The, the weather's usually fantastic. You know, it's, it's um, you know, there's not a whole lot of uh, really heavy hiking, steep hiking. So that's really something to consider because, you, you know, ultimately you want your kids to have a great experience and want to come out and do it again. You mentioned you, uh, you know, your brother-in-law is, and you introduced him to hunting mm-hmm. and, and he killed his deer with a bow last yeah. year. Yeah, he did. A, a beautiful buck. And he's, he's addicted now. He's, uh, yeah, he, he told me, hey, I, I want to start to hunt. And so I said, well, let's do it. And he took the hunter safety and, uh, you know, we, he got a bow and went through the whole deal. And he's a full-on hunter now. He's, he's wanting to travel. and He might be better than us now. And so maybe we just put in as a group together and we don't, you don't tell him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Well, yeah. he is a doctor, so we always like having a doctor in the hunting party. Right. So yeah, it's always, it case. was good to have him last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. smarter than all of us, too. So that's a, that's a good yeah, right. thing. So, yeah, I want to kind of double back then. You, you actually brought up a great point. It's not just putting in your application. There's a couple steps to to doing your application, and the first one is that you have to pass hunter education, and you got to have that on file with the Department of Wildlife. If you're a non-resident, you have to ma- or get us a copy, basically. You can take a picture on your phone, get it to us, or you can send it to our support line um, to get that on your record before you can do your application. It'll, it, there's actually a stopping point when you go to buy your license in the new system if you don't have that on your record. So any non-residents listening, you want to make sure you get that in and don't wait till the last minute. Um, over the weekend, uh, it'll be it'll be a tough one for you guys. But uh, the, uh, the, the also the, the antelope, it seems like a, it would be a really easy kind of entry point for people. It's great camping, great weather. Um, antelope application is only 10 bucks. So if you're a hunter – and you want to kind of get into to big game hunting, like if you're a chucker hunter, you're already going to buy the license. Antelope application is a pretty easy one. We have horn shorter and ears, which is a kind of like a meat tag. Um, and uh, I don't know if anybody wants to jump right into archery. You know, archery deer, like what you were talking yeah, about with your brother-in-law. Weather. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a big a, thing, you yeah. know, Aaron, you turned me on to is that uh, you, you made a point to say, you know, the weather during archery season is always – you know, it's warmer, but especially with somebody new, you know, the last thing you want to do is take someone out that's new and it's snowing, it's dumping a couple feet of snow, it's miserably cold. And that's not a good experience for somebody that's just starting, you know, it's not going to probably want them to come back and try it again. Yeah. You're you not know? going to want to grind through an ice storm with icicles on your eyelashes or anything like yeah, that with yeah. a new hunter. That's why the antelope hunt is really good hunt, especially if you're just a, you're on the rifle end of things and you're introducing somebody, it's a you get to go out and you actually see a lot of animals out there and you get to pick and choose. And right, yeah. It's a true hunt to really expose somebody. It's an entry-level type of hunt. And uh, I think that's a great one for somebody's first time looking to put something in. Antelope is a great starting point. Yeah, for entry-level, it's definitely – even even some of those early rifle hunts, I mean, we're still swatting mosquitoes in October, so it's still pretty good weather. Yeah. Um, for those guys looking for – little bit more of a trophy class um a lot of there's not a lot but there are some nevada units uh deer units that are split early and late and you can get into those november hunts and uh get into the rut see quite a few more animals um nevada has a lot of agriculture when you get into some of those valleys and uh 
it'll pull those bucks off of the agriculture, kind of move them back up to where the does are hanging, and uh, you can really kill some some nice bucks in those November hunts. Yeah, absolutely. So, something I'd like to mention too is um, which it took me a while to figure this out, but I took the antelope seminar you guys put on. It was a few years right. back, and that was fantastic. Actually, it was probably right when I uh, right when I graduated from UNR. So it was about 50 years ago. It feels like, but uh, <laughs> it uh, that to properly handle the animal after you harvest it, and to realize how amazing that meat is. Right. It, it, it is something that my family just can't wait. You know, when, when we get that opportunity, or we have a friend that that gifts us with a piece of, you know, that uh, that animal that they've they've harvested. Uh, it, my kids fight over it, and it, right. and, and and I love being able to ha- feed them that. So even my two-year-old daughter, she just absolutely loves antelope, elk. So to me, you know, that's you can't get more free range because I know that that's a big thing. I try to feed my family the best I can, I can provide, and right. I don't know. It's, and plus, we get to earn that, and that's something that I have a connection with that uh, with that food that's feeding my family. That I have a I have such an intimate connection with that animal. Right, right, and that kind of ties into even like our antlerless tags, so our cow elk tags. Um, we offer Nevada offers quite a few. Um, antlerless tags for elk and they're spread all across the state basically uh, at least the northern part over to the eastern border and we even have wilderness antlerless hunts which are kind of crazy uh talk about earning your dinner um those wilderness hunts are are big time um lots of lots of effort to get in there and and kill a kill a uh, cow um it's the kind of the other end of actually a trophy right there's two types of trophy cows um, one that you have to earn and one that you kill above the road. Yeah. So those are trophy cows, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but those are, you know, more of the opportunity hunts, which are pretty cool. Uh, pretty good draw odds for residents to draw a cow hunt. Um, also going back to kind of another party tag or a group tag, um, which is pretty cool. Which, uh, yeah, it's really unique. And, um, you know, having those party tags with the cow hunt has been, you know, one of the things that we have put in Austin and I have put in and a lot of the people that we've introduced to hunting, we brought them in on those cow tags. And so we've, we've actually brought three or four people into our, our hunts that have never ever hunted and gone into a cow tag and they, they learn a ton. They start to figure out where, you know, big elk are going to be or where elk are going to be around. And, um, I think that's another good introduction as far as the group doing a group hunt together bringing some others and recruiting others into those groups. That's a, it's a great hunt to do. Right. Cause you're, I mean, you're showing them basically some of the coolest parts in Nevada too. Right. Right. You yeah. know, you're, you're going camping, you're putting them right into elk almost immediately and some of the best meat on the planet. Yeah. Right. So. Absolutely. I think that's one of the perks too, that with my uh, two kids and my wife is, you know, if, if I am fortunate enough to draw a tag or my wife is too, that we get to go out and kind of scout and camp. And that's cool in the summer to go out, take the family out, look around. And we're always just amazed by the beauty that Nevada has, especially when you get tucked up into those little canyons and you have these streams and these beautiful, these beautiful aspens. And it's, it's always, everybody's always marveling at how beautiful Nevada is when we get back in there. Right. And so this year we have with our new license system, we have kind of a different process to doing a party application or a group application. In the past, one person would have to go through and, get everybody's information all and then put all that in for the whole group and then pay on one credit card. So I would be covering the whole group or if anybody's ever put in a cow tag party, you know that you, you kind of get, um, 
you get stuck with the bill for the application for everybody. And then if you're successful in the draw, you also get stuck with the, the tag fee, Yeah, which it, was a, which was a point of contention for a lot of <laughs> friends. Yeah. I think that that's uh, one of the biggest fixes we've made for friends and, and keeping friendship. Right. Exactly. Because a lot of those hunts, a lot of people are like, Hey, pay up. Or they go out on the hunt and then they don't pay up on the, the bill at the right. end. So yeah, we've had a couple of those hunts that's actually occurred with us where, Hey, I wanted you buy the groceries since you didn't pay for right. Your and tag. so now, now <laughs> the party leader goes in, fills out your choices. Yeah. When they check out on their receipt, they get what's called a group code. Then they give that to their friends. Their friends log in to the system, put in the group code, and then they check out on their own credit card. So it's everybody split up. Super simple. Um, we were joking the other day that it's almost too simple. Um, and yeah. and so we just wanted to make sure everybody knows how to put in that group code. Um, yeah, the first half of this show is jamming right along. I think uh, we're going to take a break right now, and when we come back, we'll talk about Nevada specialty tags. And by that, I mean like Silver State, PIW, Dream Tag, all those cool chances, options for people to put in. And uh, yeah, we'll do that right after the break. If you enjoy Nevada Wild, feel free to leave us a positive review at iTunes. If you don't enjoy the show, we'd prefer you kept that to yourself. To learn more about hunting, angling, boating safety, and the great outdoors, check us out at ndow.org. And now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. So before the break, we were discussing, uh, you know, all things application. We were talking about the system. We talked about um, bonus points, uh group hunts, all that stuff. We decided to take a break and uh our special guest, Austin Willis, had to take off. He got a phone call, um, had to go handle a few things. So during the break we uh we actually stepped out in the hall and we found our good buddy Gabe. Gabe is uh all things fiscal for the Department of Wildlife and uh big time hunter, hunted his entire life, has some cool stories hunting with his father and uh it's actually pretty cool. Glad to have you. And thanks uh, guys. Yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit uh, in the second half of the show. Now we'll probably switch it up, uh, talk about Gabe's Gabe's hunting with his dad, um, kind of their application strategy, and uh, we'll get into some of the specialty tags after that, and then uh, probably come right back around to some licensed stuff. And so, yeah, during during the uh, the little break here, we we were talking about your dad, how you guys want to hunt every year. Tell us a little bit about, like, kind of your strategy on, on picking units. Well, pretty much what we do is we get together, and I go over, I check my points, see how many I have for each species, and my dad does the same. And then we'll go ahead and talk strategy as far as what hunts he's, he's after with his points, and same thing with mine. Then what we do is we talk about early, late, uh, what time of year we want to go, so basically, we go through the points and all decide, hey, I have eight points, so I want to put in for the Mount Rose unit. My dad will have four points, says he wants to put in for a, you know, Area 7 or late hunt. So then we just go through the, the deer and the antelope and the, the elk, cow elk. and Yeah, so you guys apply for everything, but when you guys are coming down to actually picking your units, your dad is how old now? He's 76. He's 76 years old, so his ability and your ability are a little bit different, so... Using, picking those units that he's able to get around in 
Um, so what we do is I contact some of the, the great biologists here, and I try to find the areas where the topography aids him better on his hunts. Right. So we do apply separately, so at least one of us each year will get a tag. Right, and so you'll submit one application that for you, because you have so many points, it might be a little bit tougher draw odds, a little bit higher tag demand, and then for your dad, maybe he's a little bit easier draw odds. Um, he's a little older, he wants to hunt every year, maybe pick a little bit easier easier units to draw, but maybe not as much trophy quality, right? Exactly. At that point, you know, really it's just about us, him and I getting out together every year, hunting together. We've been doing it since, gosh, I was 11 the first time I went. Right. Started hunting at 12. I've gone ever since. Don't think we've missed a year. And the great thing that's happened at this time is now that my dad's, uh, we hunt together, but I've, I've also incorporated some of my friends from the past that uh, I could do some help out hunting and it's good to have an extra person around. So now instead of just two of us, now I've, every year I try to bring a friend along if, yeah. if we can get someone to apply. Right. But of course, we all put in separately. Right. <laughs> you got to draw, man. <laughs> got to draw. Got to at least go for something yeah, once you gotta a year. Yeah, you got to go, right. And uh, trophy quality is kind of a, a funny term in Nevada. You can kill a giant buck in most units in Nevada anyway. And uh, if you're not looking for a giant buck, you still kill some really nice deer as far as deer applications go don't be too picky um yeah that's that's cool and so you guys apply for everything and then we were talking about you also apply for all the specialty tags so you put your name in the hat for yeah piw silver state dream tag right and so i wanted to just take a minute and just talk about the difference in what they are and how they maybe just a brief thing of how they came about um the dream tag is basically our the raffle right so you buy a yeah, we have the five dollar uh, raffle. You can buy as many as you want, right. um, and it will carry through past the draw. So, what's really cool about that is a lot of folks, you know, they think, "Oh, my chances are over," and uh, they're they're really not. You can actually put in for these these you know these dream dream tags and put in as many times as you want for five dollars. And right, um, and so you got the one time. Resource enhancement stamp, and then after that, you can purchase as many Correct. as you want. Once you do the resor- resource enhancement stamp, you purchase that, and then you can put as many times as you want with that five dollars each time, um, for and and do as many as you want. Right, and you can buy them for friends, you yep. can buy them for family. Um, yep. Pretty cool. And the uh, resources enhancement stamp is not you know very much either. You're we're looking at a ten dollar fee there. Yeah, too, ten so. bucks for that, and then yep. five bucks per raffle ticket after. And, I mean, we've heard stories of a few winners that have only bought one ticket. So they've won the Dream Tag off of one $5 ticket, which is amazing. And, you know, all those funds do come back to us in some form, too, to help conserve wildlife. We've done um, a ton of habitat projects with them. So it's a a great program all the way around. Yeah, the money is almost all given back to wildlife habitat restoration projects across the state. And with the, the size of fires that we've had in the in the past and uh they're really doing some great work yeah yeah and also the addition to that is it it does go into our wildlife trust account and also there's game projects in there game management right. uh wildlife restoration so it's a variety of things that get allocated through our commission each year right our and uh, process. that brings up an, another great point and i think we'll probably have a follow-up podcast with gabe on all things kind of <laughs> yeah, all things fiscal financial yeah. because he's got so much knowledge about you know how our money works and where it comes from where it goes and i think a lot of our listeners would benefit from from that information 
um, it's always cool to to hear how that works. And a wise man once told me, if you know where the money comes from or where it goes, you're you know the Department of Wildlife. So, <laughs> um, so especially tags. Though the next one is Silver State, and the Silver State kind of came about as far as like a poor man's heritage tag. Or I would governor's say. tag. Governor's tag. Yeah. 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 So. Um, the way the silver state works is whether or not you check the box, you're in or out, you get one entry and, uh, everybody can only get one entry. So you can't buy more chances in the drawing. Um, but it seems like everybody's been checking that box lately. So, well, it's really cool. You know, I look at it myself. I had a, uh, you know, an elk tag last year and, um, I was unsuccessful with my bull elk and, and this gives me another opportunity to put in for bull elk. Oh, right, yeah, because you're in waiting period. Yeah, so yeah, I'm in the waiting period. You're in seven waiting years. Period. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> in the start. Not that I'm mentioning it. Uh, I'm, I'm, seven back, years. I'm back in after 10 years' wait. So I, I was in prior to the to the change. So, um, yeah, in waiting period, you can also do Silver State, which is really cool. And uh, there's a laundry list of prizes you win, services. Oh, from uh, rifles to, to scopes to clothing, you name it. And they, there's packages for each one of the species. So it, it's um, you know if you're just looking at the the desert bighorn sheep, you're you're looking at a uh, spotting scope, uh, binoculars, rifle, multiple donated guide services, shoulder mount, uh, Yeti cooler, backpack, and that's just for the desert bighorn. You know it just right. keeps on going on. I mean if you go you're pulling one of the mule deer, you have um, comparable prizes, and it goes for every one of it. It's like. You not only win the prize to get this tag, but you win this gear to be successful to actually, you know, get the animal. So it's it's really really cool package. Yeah, a couple of years ago, I deliver helped deliver some of the the prizes to the winner, and it was amazing how much stuff they actually won. <laughs> they, it was cool. they, he was losing his mind. He couldn't. He was like, I didn't know you won all this stuff. <laughs> so yeah, we have them. Um, uh, the list we have it on our website. We have it uh, in our uh, in the application book. Um, on page 36, there's, I mean, you can go on and, and check it out. Oh, uh, another one is the PIW. Yeah, go hey ahead. Guys, one thing yeah. I wanted to say, I wanted to make a correction. Uh, all things physical, we are complicated and <laughs> I did jump the gun on the dream tag and where it goes. You know, the dream tag actually stays with the community foundation of Western Nevada. And right. those do, that is different than the PIW in the Silver State. So the community foundation funds, they go ahead and stay with the community foundation, and they go ahead and grant that out to various organiza- organizations and individuals. It's the PIW in Silver State that stay in our wildlife heritage funds that go towards game projects and habitat. So just wanted to make that correction. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I correction. think I was, I was on the same page as you as far as, like, um, like where the money goes and where it comes from. It The, the way that money comes in is – basically the same in in theory to a customer like they're paying the money to come in and then it's granted out through the community foundation for the basically the same projects right right? so they're still doing great work and roughly same application process for for those projects and uh yeah the sportsmen definitely get their uh effort out of that because it all goes towards uh right still boots on the ground still wildlife and and habitat projects which are which are great and give right back to the state of nevada so um, cool. Thanks for clarifying that. The uh, the PIW is the last one that we wanted to kind of throw out there. This is another one. It's a check your box, you're in or you're out type of thing. Um, the difference between this one is that anybody that wins the PIW um, can hunt in that unit with 
that has an open season for the species um, during the season dates with the weapon that's open. So it's kind of a rotating thing around the state. It goes archery, muzzleloader, rifle, and then sometimes back to the late archery. Um, it's, it's another way where you can you can spend a lot of money and spend spin your wheels around the state chasing some of those big buck stories or those big bu- big bull stories, and uh, pretty cool opportunity. Uh, it's kind of it's really cool that Nevada has those options to. You know, it's another name in the hat. You can't draw if you don't put in. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I think those would be a dream for any hunter. I mean, just to have the variety of units and times you can go. And Yeah, the the trouble with just trying to figure out where to pinpoint, that would be, yeah. it's the, be really it's, big It's tough. a blessing and a curse. You hear yeah. it every year. They're like, man, I won that. But I can, now i got to go all over the state. You're going down to 231, <laughs> 241 in Lincoln County, and you're going up to northern Washoe, and then – you know, you're coming back over to some of the late hunts, like late six and 194, 196, because it's later, you know, chasing deer, chasing big buck stories, which is. Yeah. Yeah. I could see are, myself <laughs> abusing every friend I have through the state of Nevada, trying to figure out you <laughs> exactly. know, where they yeah. are and what I should do. Right. And so you got, you got to do your time, put your time in, but. Um, that would be a tough one on the, the wife right there. That, that would really. You yeah. Know, yeah. You could see the family life taking a hit on that one. Yeah. I could yeah. see that. Yeah. <laughs> straining the relationship. Yeah, straining the relationship. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. Wouldn't know about that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, we're kind of getting towards the end of this podcast and I just wanted to, uh, do you guys have any hunts or any tags you want to, that you're looking forward to that you think you might draw? You have nine points or eight points? Yeah, I'm hoping. I got eight points for uh, mule deer, and I'm hoping to get the, the Mount Rose area. And antelope, I have four points, and I'm hoping to get a zero, one, two, three, four. Head back oh, into yeah. one of those wilderness areas. I love hunting the wilderness areas, and I could still drag my dad back there. So it's, it's pretty nice. Nice. So with eight points, do you put in all five choices? Or you no, I just put in for one being, only. You're re- being real picky. Yeah, now. but force yeah. I got to that barrier where you cross over where now I'm just gunning for one. Right. One, yep. one area. Yeah. So. What about you, Chris? You looking forward to anything? Yeah, you know, up uh, deer, I have six points. Um, I'm looking forward to taking my boy and introducing him to some of the hunts that we're going to be experienced with deer hunting and, yeah. and taking some time with him and, and getting him out there. And then also looking at some deer hunts that I could actually have the whole family. Right, to, some to, closer to home. Yep, and... so I'll look at it, multiple choices on that end. So I'll be looking at the first three choices anybody and everybody in my family could go. And then other choices that, you know, I could just take the older boy and, and we can experience, a, you know, just him and I. And then, you know, I'm back in an antelope, so I'm looking forward to antelope hunting again. That's a, I just love antelope hunting, and I think that's right. one of my favorites. Um, and then cow elk, I'm back in on cow elk as well. So, you know, not, not that Chris I just wait. wants to hunt. He's not, like rattling I, off all yeah, the species. Not that I had a waiting period, but I, <laughs> I hope every, we have enough time. Yeah, yeah. Every year I do want to cow hunt and, and my group, it, you know, I like to bring a group in and, and that's, that's one I've always brought, um, new people into. Right. So that's always one I kind of like to, Hey, they'll throw a newbie in there and, and see if they have an experience. So. But cool. I got a, I'm getting a little greedy on the cow help because I was unsuccessful last time, so I don't know if I'm going to bring anybody new. This yeah, time now I'm you want to just go hunt and kill them. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, guys, we just want to remind everybody to not procrastinate. Don't wait till Monday at 11 p.m. Get your apps in now. Um, that's all the time we have to d- for today. I'd like to thank Chris, Austin, Gabe for coming on the podcast. Uh, please check out the Nevada Department of Wildlife website at ndow.org to learn more about wildlife, hunting, fishing, boating, and outdoor recreation. Thank you and have a great day.
Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.